One can wonder what it must have been like to be a leper in the time of Jesus, to be shunned by society, to be an outsider, to be an outcast, one who can no longer be with family and friends, who has no longer the freedom to pursue the normal life which other people take for granted. What would that have been like? And what would we compare it to in our own day, who are our lepers today? There's no question that leprosy would have been a very isolating experience, one that would really change a person's life. Have you ever had an experience like that where you find yourself separated from the life that you thought you were going to live or have circumstances be that you, your life is significantly altered from the course or the path that you thought you were going to live? Could be an accident, could be a mental health crisis, an injury, financial hardship, trouble in your family or your spousal relationship. There's a ton of different ways in which we find ourselves at times experiencing challenges like this, hardships, discouragement in our life. Some hardships we encounter change our lives forever. Others change it temporarily. And some come and go over the course of our lives again and again. How do you handle these challenges? Do you grow closer to God through them, or do you find yourself asking, why did this happen to me? We can experience resentment or frustration with God, especially when we feel we've been doing all we can to live a faithful relationship with God, and yet we're not protected from these hardships. Isn't that why we pray? Isn't that why we go to church so that we don't have to deal with these things? The Lord allows us to undergo hardships, and these hardships come from unexpected places or unforeseen circumstances. These hardships can dominate our lives. They can steal our joy. They can keep us from feeling happy. There are also people who seem to be able to deal with hardships with incredible patience and peace. What makes the difference? One thing we can be sure of is that God doesn't choose certain ones of us to be miserable, right? Like, ah, that's the one. You are going to be the miserable one there. That's you. Great. Thank you. He doesn't stick us with difficulties just to spite us or because he wants to punish us. But there is a way to keep perspective on our lives when we encounter hardships. It's good to be reminded that no matter what God allows us to go through and experience, there is a way which the hardship is a path to our own holiness. To keep that knowledge in the forefront of our minds isn't always easy when we're devastated by an experience or maybe we're worn down by carrying a burden for a long time. Often we feel like we're carrying that pain ourselves, all by ourselves. It can be a lonely thing, something that we feel no one understands about us. Others might show us sympathy or even offer us some small support or assistance, but very few people can really understand our burdens. Only the Lord truly knows what we are experiencing in our lives. And oftentimes there's no clear path to resolve our burdens or our hardships or to heal them. 
or go beyond the hardships we deal with. They're just there. How do we avoid falling into despair or hopelessness or anxiety when we face these kinds of things which are overwhelming for us? Now this is the point in the homily where I have a stroke of brilliance and share all my wisdom about this and make it go away in a few simple words. Wouldn't that be nice? But alas, that's not how it goes. I do think that there's something we can remember in the midst of our hardships, though, especially when we are feeling crushed by them or when we feel overwhelmed. When we see how the Lord deals with those who are sick with leprosy today in the gospel and in the first reading, we get an idea of how the Lord looks at us, that he has compassion for us, that he desires to be there to heal us, to help us. The mystery of why we each have our particular hardships remains a veil that is often impenetrable to us. We can't really see and understand fully why. But from a certain perspective, it's not so important that we understand. What is, it, what is important is that we come to the Lord, that we offer him our struggles, we offer him our requests for help. It's well and good to ask for help and assistance with our hardships and that they would be resolved. Or at the very least, that we are given the grace needed to carry on while under the weight of our burdens. Sometimes the Lord wants to heal us. Sometimes he wants to prepare us for something down the road. A future need, perhaps. But in all circumstances, we find ourselves in, he offers us the opportunity to be sanctified, become saints. Nobody is given a cross without also being given the grace to carry it. While that probably isn't very comforting, it can help us to have that resolution to remain hopeful. That it's not for nothing that we carry our burdens and our, undergo our trials in this life. And in some way we can understand that each trial that comes to us is the path by which we can become more united to the Lord. This surrender to what God offers us is often incredibly difficult. It's often a very hard thing to see any redeeming qualities when we're feeling stuck under some battle of some hardship in our life. But the Lord will work through them and in them and through them for our good if we can accept the grace which he offers us to continue to walk with him in it. I'd offer two qualifications at the end here. First, when we directly oppose God and create our own hardships by our own choices, there can be a grace that is given, right? There's, the Lord never abandons us. He doesn't just say, well, you chose poorly and now you have to suffer. He might sort of say that in the sense of like he will, ex he will allow us to experience the, the consequences of our choice and we might have to suffer that, but he won't abandon us. So we, we don't want to just have the mindset of, I'll just go make a mess of my life because God is going to use my mess to make me holy. Like, well, no, we shouldn't do that. God will always offer us grace. He will always be there for us, but it's not necessarily something uh, that's going to save us from facing the realities of our real choices or our poor choices or decisions in life. So 
we want to make the best decisions we can, but no matter where we are, wherever we find ourselves, God will be there for us. He will give us what we need to carry on. Secondly, we shouldn't reject ways of finding assistance which are readily available. Sometimes we can over-spiritualize our problems and instead of accepting help that is there, right in front of us, for instance, you know, medication for depression or counseling for marital problems or tutoring for academic struggles, we should simply say, God will give me the grace so I won't make use of these things which are present here and require something of me. I'll just wait for God to help me with my problems. So we should, we should readily make use of those things which he provides for us, even on the natural level. So those are two qualifications. Ultimately, we're not left alone. Jesus will meet us in our crosses, and it is through them that he will help us to be sanctified, to be closer to him. It's by surrendering to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives that we can experience peace, joy, and even happiness in the midst of bearing our crosses. And should we receive healing or help or freedom from a particular cross, let's not forget to express our gratitude to the Lord. After Mass today, just an invitation. Uh, I'll be offering anointing of the sick to anybody who would like to be anointed. So typically, to receive that sacrament, we should be having some kind of physical ailment that we're asking the Lord to help us with. So if you don't have a particular physical ailment, that probably wouldn't be the thing to do. But I also, if anybody would like prayers for a particular request or struggle or whatever, I'm happy to pray with anybody also after Mass. So I uh, just invite you to come up here to the, the front. Sorry, those in the back, you'd have to come to this side. I know it's difficult, but... Um, We'll just do that right after Mass. So I won't process out, I'll just stay up front and we'll do it as quickly as we can after Mass. It may take a little while, but just uh, if you're wanting that, feel free to come on up.